When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, in today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, I want to talk about a potentially great opportunity for both new and experienced investors in the financial markets. If you guys are brand new, my name is Akil Stokes, host of the Trading Coach Podcast. I'm a former struggling and pretty awful trader turned consistently profitable. I'm also a trading coach over at tier1trading.com, where we work with traders of all different levels, whether they're brand spanking new or whether they're seasoned and just have a, a few obstacles that they need to clear. So there was some interesting news that came out recently. And I say recently, recently to me recording this, because I don't know when this is going to get to you. I'll try to bump it up the the, the TCP uh, schedule list. But sometimes I, you know, I do the artwork and all that stuff is done in advance. It's hard to go back and change stuff. But recently, there has been a credit downgrade here in the US, right? The Fitch rating downgraded the US debt um, on Tuesday from a AAA rating, which is the best of the best, to AA plus. Now, as someone that was a good student, but you know, not the greatest student who, you know, one of those guys that was okay with a B plus, that was just as good as an A for me, it doesn't really matter. I'm sure some people are making a big deal out of it, but Overall, it's not the end of the world, but it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. It matters what the market thinks when it comes to investing. And I'll give you an idea. I guess I should talk about why they downgraded. We we spoke about this a few episodes ago. I think it was episode, and by a few, I mean like probably like 50 or 60. We did an episode talking about the U.S. debt ceiling and explaining why or why wasn't that a big deal. I think it was episode like... 815, 814, somewhere around there. Just Google search Trading Coach Podcast debt ceiling and it should come up. But we spoke about the debt ceiling and at that time the the there wasn't a deal in place. We, we spoke about how one of the, the downfalls of that could be a downgrade in credit rating. Now, that was one of the main reasons that Fitch decided to downgrade this rating. Another reason was just looking at the financial numbers and citing that there was, you know, fiscal deterioration over the next three years and making all these predictions and blah, 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 blah. But I think the main thing was the debt ceiling because the last time we had a a downgrade in our credit rating came in... um, 2011, I think Standard and Poor um, did the same to us, same thing, AAA to AA plus, and it was basically for the exact same reason. We took very long, basically to the the final minutes to negotiate the debt ceiling. They didn't like that, and it was a downgrade. So the reaction to this was as you would expect, right? Um, Major indices across the the US have been pushed lower, right? And we'll talk about the S&P because that's usually the the most popular one out there. But the S&P recorded its biggest or largest daily percentage drop since April. However, with that being said, most brokerages don't really see any reason to panic, right? We want to compare, you know, all we can do, just like back testing on the charts where we're doing technical analysis and we look at past performance and, and how certain patterns played out over and over again historically, 
We could do the same thing with fundamental events as well. Sometimes it's a little bit harder to pick and choose because you don't know the kind of the, you know, what's going on in, in, in the world and the state of the economy. But when it comes to bigger fundamental news events like this, or, or not news events, but news releases, I guess, like this, it's pretty easy to go back and say, okay, well, we have a downgrade in rating. When was the last time we had a downgrade in rating? 2011, let's scroll the charts back, let's look back to 2011 and let's see how the market react. And just like in your normal technical backtesting, that will give you a good idea of what to expect because I'll tell you a secret, humans don't change too much, right? We are triggered to do certain acts when certain things occur and whether we know we're doing it or we don't know we're doing it, we tend to do it. We are very predictable and that is the name of the game when it comes to trading. So most brokers look at this downgrading and just like me, they kind of yawn and say, there, there's no big deal. We know it's because of the debt situation from a economic standpoint, right? Our situation is a lot stronger right now than it was back in 2011. So is there any reason to fear? Like I said, uh, the S&P has been up, I think since what, probably before April, the last five months, it's been on a terror. Major indices across the US have been on a terror over the last five months. Um, about two thirds of the S&P have already reported earnings and like 80% of them are, are close to somewhere around that number have beat expectations. So we're looking at negative news that is coming in, in a market that is actually honestly rather strong to be honest with you. Now. Here's the thing that makes it interesting, the timing, because timing is everything, right? We, are, we have just started August, right? August is typically known as the dog days of summer, right? Trading volume actually been up this summer, believe it or not. Um, but August is kind of, you know, this old saying, you know, sell in May and go away, right? August is typically the time where kids are getting ready to go back to school soon. Everyone is scrambling to get their last vacations in and enjoy the last bit of summer before it's back to work. So it wouldn't shock me at all if we saw a lot of trading volume fall. You add that to the fact that we have this kind of fear introduced to the market we may see some continued dips without anyone out there to really kind of buy it and boost it up. Now, you may think this is a bad thing, and if maybe you've got a massive amount of money invested, maybe it is a bad thing, but these are gonna be short-term dips in my opinion. Where the opportunity lies is for those investors who are looking to take advantage of cheaper prices. Again, the S&P has been up for like the last five months, obviously not every day, but it's put in a handful of 52 week highs and which means it, it's, it's, it's more expensive than it's ever been, right? So if you're looking to invest in something, right? Going back to kind of economics 101, do you want to invest in something when it is at its highest price or do you want to invest in something when it is on discount, right? The answer is the latter, right? You wanna invest in something when it's on discount. So if you're looking at this situation, if you're looking at the S&P, if there's nothing that really changes your valuation, and if you guys are brand new, the S&P is an index here where it's the, you know, basically the, the 500 extremely, it, it, it's a index is a grouping of stocks and the S&P happens to be 500 very strong, large companies here in the US, right? It, it's, I think it's the most commonly followed index out there. So it, it's basically an all-star team and, and you know, it's not all the best players, but it's basically an all-star team of stocks, right? So 
it's a no-brainer to kind of buy and, and hold the S&P. That, that's typically the thing. You, you invest in it and you hold and you buy dips and, and blah, 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 blah. It continues to go up. So if you're someone that is new to investing and you're looking to get some exposure to it, right? The S&P is a great way to get involved. I just spoke to a buddy of mine. I went to um, up to upstate New York, did some wine tasting for the weekend. And um, a buddy of mine is into investing and, and, and um, you know, we, we had a little chat about investing. He was talking about kind of the things he used to do. He said, actually, well, I won't get into the whole story, but he's got some pretty cool experience doing like hands-on investors being, being like kind of like a broker and, and such like that. Um, but he said over the years, he's kind of simplified his approach. No longer is he looking for individual stocks. He said, you know, it's, it's, you know, really more, really more hardship than anything else, meaning like stress and pain and, and, and greed and, and, and the, the action that he takes to do it wasn't really worth it. So what he does is this, he picks a handful of stocks. He has a handful of indices as well. And he just sets alert. He sets alert for 52-week highs. He sets, alert, work, uh, he sets alert for highs, excuse me. He sets an alert for 52-week lows. And what he does is, well, when that index or that stock hits a 52-week low, he buys. When it hits a 52-week high, he takes some profit off. And he just repeats that over and over again. And essentially, that is buying when it's cheap, selling when it's hit a new high. Buying when it's cheap, selling when it hits a new high. And, and it's not the greatest profit in the world. It's not going to wow you and win you any social media awards, but it is consistent and it is very risk-free. Now, again, he's not picking like some weird tech stock that no one ever heard about. He's picking blue chippers. So, you know, your Microsofts, your Apples, your Amazons, like stuff that won't fail. And that's very similar to what the S&P is. So you combine, trying to get him back on track here, you combine the fact that we got this negative news coming out. You, you combine the fact that we're in the dog days of August, which is traditionally a slower period of trading. Markets need to take breathers. Right, just like trends, how trends go up and down and up and down, markets need to take breathers. They just can't go up forever. It needs to take that breath to get lower to attract more buyers so it can then push higher. And this could be one of those breaths, right? So if you're someone that's new, this is the perfect time to get some exposure to the S&P while it's gonna have kind of a, a cheaper cost associated with it or, or whatever individual stock you're looking at. Um, so it, it, it's a, a really good opportunity in my eyes. And we say this all the time here on the Trading Coach Podcast. This is the difference between kind of novice investors and veteran investors. And this was one of the, the greatest lessons that my, my great and late investing mentor told me. He said, Akil, just he's old, old guy, Akil, just do the opposite of everyone else. I'm like, what are you talking about, Mr. Frank? What do you mean do the opposite, Right. Doesn't the market move on like buying pressure and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But these things are going to go up forever, right? Unless you pick something really, really bad. So when everyone's panicking, when everyone's selling, when everyone's trying to get out and that price is going down, you should be putting together a plan of when to buy more, 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 more. And it seemed like the dumbest bit of advice in the world. It seemed a little bit too simple, but I can tell you after 16 years of experience in both actively trading and um passively investing, maybe not passively, but passively and compared to my, my active trading, um, it's 100% true. If you have something that is good, just wait for this bad news to flush it because markets are always going to take breather and, and breathers and, and typically they're always going to be triggered by some type of panic event. Wait for that to happen. Either reload, right, add to your position or establish a new position, get some exposure and then get in at a cheap price. That is the name of investing. Buy something good, buy something cheap, and repeat that process over and over again.
Hope you enjoyed the show. As always, if you're looking to learn how to trade, join us over at www.tier1trading.com. As mentioned earlier, we work with all levels of traders, whether you are brand new and know nothing about the markets, or whether you're a veteran. Maybe you've been doing this for a while, but you're kind of in that Mark Douglas boomer buster stage where you can't, you just can't get over the hump, right? Check us out, www.tier1trading.com. We do a really good job, got a really good track record of helping you become a consistently profitable trader, right? We can't make you, but we can help you become it. So give us a try. All right. Until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.